Thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is up, everybody, and welcome to Grinders Live. This is the uh, inaugural NBA show for the 2019-2020 season. If you're an NBA fan, you've waited all these months. It seems like just yesterday, uh, Toronto was polishing off Golden State in the finals. We got through the summertime, got through the early fall, and here we are. NBA is back, and we're going to have... I guess tonight kicks it off for like, I don't know how many straight days of NBA. Then you get that little week-long break for All-Star break. Then another, how many ever months of NBA in a row. So it's every day except for the All-Star break from here on out. So we're going to kick it off. And this is a special show. It's a, two, it's a two-gamer tonight. So uh, they brought in they brought in the, the A team here, man, to kick off the year. They, you know, Dean, that's part of the B team. Dean and whoever's got to work with Dean that night, that poor bastard. That's the B team. This is the A team. It's me. It's Big T. We do the showdowns. We do, and this is kind of like a showdown. It's only two games, so we're going to polish this thing up for you tonight. Big T, let me bring in Big T, man. Big T, I know you're excited for some – I mean, there's a lot going on here, Major League Baseball. we got NFL and college coming up, but NBA, man, I know you're stoked for some NBA. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for tonight. Both slates. we got a huge baseball slate, a huge basketball slate. But we got we're in our domain tonight, though. We got obviously showdown for baseball and two gamer for hoops. This is what we, this is what we specialize in, Chop. This is our time. And your Astros get, about to get this dub to go up one zero. Yeah, this is a, this is some good stuff here, guys. We're gonna we're gonna treat this particular show and and the shows like this when there's like two or three games in the NBA. We're gonna try to come on and treat it more like our showdown shows, uh, which which those shows are are premium shows so you're going to get kind of a glimpse into that we we break it down gpp style for tournaments and we build lineups so tonight this is sponsored by yahoo so today we'll build a yahoo tournament team and uh, but we'll break down every every player at every position for you that we think is somewhat relevant tonight and it's only two games so so you know there's not a lot of players to talk about so we'll we'll get off the beaten path if we have to and talk about uh just general strategies for the nba season so before i even get into that though I'll be screen sharing today. I'll be screen sharing a lot of stuff. Uh, going to do the lineup HQ for you and Yahoo's uh, lineup. We're going to build on Yahoo. As far as the lineup HQ, let me bring that up for you real quick. If you notice, I'm going to do it. I'm bringing up the projections here. Guys, special treat this year. Well, it depends on if you consider it special or not. Unfortunately, the projections for NBA are going to be for premium members this year. The reason why is because, wow, we got some big guns. These aren't your typical projections we've had these last few years. Uh, they brought out the big guns this year. So it's new and improved, premium Roto-Grinders projections for NBA. Projections are, you know, so valuable for the NBA, more valuable for the NBA than any other sport. We've got Notorious, Mr. Tuttle, Jamino. I've even seen uh, SBK's name pop up in there. There's a lot of very smart people that are going to be doing the projections this year throughout the day. As news rolls in, they'll update it. So this is going to be some of the top-of-the-line projections for any site this year. It's going to be RG. So got to go behind the paywall with it. You need a premium sub. But for the show, you'll be able to catch some glimpses of this good stuff. You know, And if you, if you want to be sharp about it and sit down with your pen and pad and try to jot down the projections as, as it's on my screen, go for it. But – you know, otherwise you could just get a monthly membership and you don't even have to do all that. So it's going to be fun times, guys. 
Get in on that if you want to. Big T, I know you like some projections, don't you? What do you think about these projections? Yeah, I mean, NBA, we talk about it all the time on our football shows. I don't worry about projections all that much when it comes to football. Baseball, I definitely don't outside of pitchers. But basketball is where you need to have some good projections. And you got to stick. If you don't stick somewhat close to the projections in minutes, you're going to get destroyed in basketball. Like, you have to have – obviously, minutes are most important, but – you need a solid projection. You need to dive into the numbers more than you do with other sports just because, like we've said a million times, minutes equals money. If you get the minutes, you're going to you're gonna have a good night. you got to stick close to the projections. These guys behind the paywall do a great job. I'm looking forward to the NBA product this year. It should be good. Yeah, there's a lot. Speaking of that, I'm going to pull up this other screen I got for the NBA research. This is, uh, this is my bookmarked page that I go to uh, – this is some of the things you're going to get here this year. The player projections are definitely a big thing, but there's a lot more to that though. Uh, there's the grind down is behind the paywall this year. That so, thing should have been behind the paywall for years. Yeah, that's that's a big time. That's a big time yeah. article there. The so they got also have if you're into baseball and you like like me, cheese is good. His article is like the one thing you have to read every day. Like, well, for the equivalent to that is. Andy Means in his NBA core play. So you got that going on there. Consensus value rankings. That's that thing where I know Big T's dominated that before. I've had some success there. Dean cheats. He cheats and he's easy. I retired after taking Dean down. Like, I haven't done it since. It's the way to do it. I was I took Dean down one time and then he snitched on me and said – and he tried <laughs> to give it – say I didn't I didn't have enough qualifying – days in there so he got me he got my thing rejected so that was I don't even think I'd do it anymore but yeah CBR is a good thing though it gives you your thoughts on everybody there's just a lot of projected ownership here expert survey is always fun to read that's quick and easy the slate IQ big time stuff so yeah man there's a lot of good stuff we can uh we can get behind right there I mean what do you what, what's your favorite what's some of your favorite stuff big T uh, means he's article and yeah. I don't like to overconsume stuff. So I don't go through as much as other people. I like to read that article and then look at like the value plays projections out of the gate. Look at the, look at the lines and totals. I don't dive into it as much, but like the people that like to read stuff should read the grind down every day. I mean, all that stuff adds up. I'm just not, I'm not much of a reader. I got my attention span isn't too solid. So I need to, I need to consume. I need you to read it to me. Like, what, can you do that this year? Can you read it behind the paywall and I'll just listen? I could put it on tape. Put it on tape and let people read. And I mean, let people. If listen I can to listen it. to your voice. Read it to me, man. I, that'd, that'd be good stuff. And then when you get like uh, a late injury, a late scratch, you want to you want to find out who's you know. Like sometimes you just need to plug in some names and see well who's going to benefit from this. Well, we got that tool also down there, and so there's. The, the court IQ. I mean, there's just so much good stuff and that's, that's the good stuff. You need, you need stuff like that. So I'm at, I'm being asked a question in chat right now. Are we going to do body parts? Uh, no, no. Right, we don't do body parts on this show. We, we, when we come up to a player, if he's hurt, I'll let you know he's hurt. We don't need to spend a bunch of time doing it. But like I said, I mean, we who want, would do body parts? Like what in the world <laughs> would someone do body parts for? Just run down a bunch of random guys who are just yeah. a little bit banged up. No, thank you. We'll, we'll figure it out on the fly. But anyway, we got so much stuff uh, to talk about as far as the NBA, but I need to get something else out of the way here, guys, because I got this late email from our producer. He says, I have to do this or I'm not going to be allowed back on these shows anymore. So listen up real quick. Someone real else care. snitched on us? 
<laughs> no, no, we did get snitched on the other day, but that's all good. That guy's he knew he knew he kind of uh, crossed the line, so he apologized. We I apologize for the original thing, Mister Snitch. We're all good now, though. FanDuel single entry series is starting up again, guys. All right, six weeks of contests, various entry fees. Uh, six finalists at the end get to go to the WFFC on FanDuel party in Puerto Rico and play and plays their own prize pool. Okay. Uh, if you haven't noticed the, in the football, in the lobbies over there, the single entry series is, is in there, man. Get in there. Those are the good, that's the good stuff. Uh, the con, this contest is in conjunction. I got another contest for you. It's in conjunction with our friends at Vegas Insider. This is that sharp side here, sharp side at 10 K in total prizes, including weekly and half season prizes, five K to the winner download for free. The Sharp Side app on iOS or Android, and make the picks on the NFL lines and totals. Play as many as you want, but whoever has the most positive units wins the contest all for free. Start swiping away. Big T, I need you to explain to the people who aren't familiar with the betting lingo what is a unit? What are we talking about there? What is a unit? Yeah, so a unit would be, say, I mean, the most standard example for people would be I mean, most people are going to bet 100 bucks a game or something. So you would call that one unit. If you, if you, whatever your comfortable betting is, would be called a unit. Most people would just use it for a hundred or a thousand as their example. Lay a hundred and ten to win a hundred. So you'd, you, if you lose a bet, you'd be down one point one unit. Win a bet, you'd be up one unit. So super simple. Yeah, I'm glad you kept it clean. I thought you were going to say it's that thing Luau Dang packed in his shorts when he guarded Meansy in Duke practice. I, I thought you were going to go overboard with it, but you didn't. I'm glad you kept it. I should have gone there. I wasn't thinking like that. I would have gone there. So, guys, that's that's free money right there. That's like I'm going to get my unit out later tonight when Garrett Cole does his thing. Let's hope so, man. Let's He's going to be so. dragging his unit all around that mound. I'll tell you who was dragging it was Altuve the other day. Oh, Altuve yeah. was dragging that little, that little midget unit. Yeah, that little thing. <laughs> he doesn't have to drop it down very far to get it down to drag. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm listen. I'm not, I'm not one of those types. I don't swing that way. But he's a short guy. But I, I would imagine he's packing <laughs> some serious hamburger meat right there. If you know what I mean. I mean. That guy's short, but did you? I seen him the one time with the shirt off. He's ripped, man. You wouldn't think he looks oh. like a pudgy little guy. He's ripped. He's he ripped. doesn't look pudgy. That man hits bombs. Yeah, it's a twelve pack, man. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, I, ladies so, love it. I guarantee that. Like, yeah, oh, for sure. Anyway, yeah. we got uh, two games we're going to talk about. We're going to break it down, player by player, position by position. We're going to fill out the lineups for you here at the end. Got all that good stuff out of the way, so now we got to talk about basketball here. All right, so first game on the docket is New Orleans at Toronto. It's a six-point spread. It's a, uh, it's a pretty high total there. Well, I think I'm seeing 228 or 229. Uh, and, then that, and then the late game, the, the hammer tonight, the Clippers and the Lakers at the Clippers technically, but obviously same city, same everything. That's a pretty big uh, 223-and-a-half total. The Lakers on the technically on the road, but not really on the road. Uh, a three-point favorite there. Give me a rundown. If somebody's playing some sharp side app tonight and they want to get some units down, you see anything out there tonight that kind of jumps off to you as far as a total or a spread? Yeah, I, I don't know. Early in the season, I don't have a super strong feeling. I mean, the, the Clippers opened as a little bit of a favorite. The line moved a ton towards the Lakers to where they're favored by three and a half now. But I don't know. Like, the Lakers are going to get all the action because they got the two studs, obviously. Paul George is out. So the Lakers, are, I mean, it's kind of what I expect. The Lakers are going to get a lot of the action. Toronto is going to get a lot of the action. But I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily like the other side. So 
I hate just throwing, especially after I got taken to the woodshed with my Jets last night. Like, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> gun-shy to throw a pick out. I mean, my team couldn't even get a first down last night. Whoo, that was rough. But nothing crazy tonight. I think we see some points in both games, though. I mean, both high totals, both. I, I expect both games to get way up there in points. So maybe, maybe both overs if I had to choose. Yeah, it's yeah. Last night did not go the way I expected it to go, but you know what? That's 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 a good thing about DFS. We swing it back. It's another day, and you get to start. That was over ugly, man. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible showing by the Jets. But you know, we learn, we live and learn. But uh, yeah, this first game, New Orleans is got some bad news the other day. Their stud Zion is going to be out for a while, so that changes the uh, the makeup of that team altogether. I think you know. We looked at them and viewed them as one thing with Zion here a week ago, and now we're looking at a team that's totally different. Like, a lot of the shine is off this team. So, we're going to try to find some value there. <sighs> I don't know, man. There's, but and then, and then in that same game, the Toronto side, they lose Kawhi Leonard this year. So, they don't have that. That's a lot of shots. That's a lot. Now, this is one of those things where you can pl- pull up the court IQ from last year, and you can try to look around and see what guys performed better when Kawhi Leonard wasn't in there. He had a lot of games where he was a uh, load management, so, you know, there's a lot of games to look at to where – and you see some of this stuff, so you can, take, you can take advantage of that. But let's get into it, man. I say we – let's just start off talking by positions. That's kind of what we do on the showdown stuff, and, and we'll build us a little lineup later. We'll circle back to all this stuff. We're on Yahoo because that's the sponsor of the show – and they got their own pricing. It's a unique little setup here. It doesn't copycat anybody. So let's start off that point guard, man. You know, not not we got guys to choose from, and there's value plays out there, and there's not a lot of studs in the point guard position tonight. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of activity here. Uh, give me a couple guys right off the top here that you feel like in that point guard position we could be looking at on a GPP roster. Yeah, so point guard, obviously I think Toronto is going to be pretty chalky tonight. I mean, there's only two games, so there's going to be a, a lot of a lot of chalky guys. But everyone's kind of going to go for these Toronto guys just because the price, because Kawhi's gone, because the, the pace in the first game. Like Van Vliet at 15, you got Lowry at 24 on Yahoo. All the sites are going to be popular. But the guy I like that I think could go lower owned – is Lonzo Ball on Yahoo just because he's 24 and the, there's just so many other cheap guys like Landry Shamot from the Clippers I like a ton at 10 bucks. My goal for the night, first of all, just to just to like set the thing how we kind of do on the showdown shows, I just have to play LeBron and AD. I know that a lot of people are going to play them, but I can't fade them tonight. There's just too much value on the slate that you can fit with them. So I'm just going to play them and I'm going to try to find some value around them. Which leads me to guys like Van Vliet for 15, Shamop for 10. But I do like Lonzo Ball a ton. If you're somehow not playing both of those guys, he doesn't fit as good if you're playing both of them on Yahoo just because he's 24 bucks. But I like him a ton. And I think the value, though, Shamot, Van Vliet will definitely be the highest owned, but he's 15 bucks. It's tough to beat 15 bucks. And we talk about it a lot on these NBA shows, but. Some values in NBA are tough to get away from because they just play the minutes, too much opportunity. NBA naturally is way chalkier than the other sports we talk about just because it's just tougher to fade the really good plays. You got to you gotta get contrarian in other spots. Yeah, so 
a couple of things you hit on. We're we're in a two game slate, like you said. Like in the NBA, you in our showdowns, we we get in the showdown slates and and we get guys up there who are high priced, and we could fade the heck out of them because of the ownership, and you know we just don't think they're going to go off. Tom Brady last night. Uh, we've done it with Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henrys, and things like that. Like we will fade the studs in the showdown slates in the NFL, and you can for sure do it in baseball. You get the NBA, man. You start looking at guys on a two-game slate like LeBron and AD. Boy, it opening is opening night too. Like, good luck fading them. Yeah, you know they very easily can and probably will have a performance that leaves you in the dust if you faded them. Now we'll talk, take a look at you know some different sites and some different pricing. Obviously, you can't get everybody. You can't get LeBron, AD, and Kawhi all on the same team with Kyle Lowry and you know uh, Siakam, who's Got a pretty good price target on him this year, too. So can't get them all, but you got to have at least a couple of those studs on there. You're just not going to be able to fade them. So I'm also getting a request to talk about FanDuel a little bit. I can tell you this much on a two game slate like this, guys, the players are just the same. They're all the yeah. same. There's not much of a difference. If the man says he likes uh, Fred Van Vliet, I can promise you we like Fred Van Vliet on all the sites. It's not really, there'll be very few plays that we're playing just on Yahoo because they're so low. Same low-priced players are low-priced everywhere. Expensive guys are expensive. So just listen to the players, not so much the pricing in the site. But uh, with that being said, I'm with you. Fred Van Vliet looks like the bargain of the night. He's popping in all the projections. Like the all only the bad models. part about him is he's going to be so popular, yep. and it's still Fred Van Vliet. Yes. Uh, you can definitely fade him in tournaments for sure. But, like, cash games, just, just play him and just move on, I think. Yeah, for sure. Cash games, you got to fire him up. It's just, it's just too much uh, too much of a floor there, they say. But in tournaments, we've definitely seen this guy be chalked before and not perform. So in tournaments, there is merit to not playing Van Vliet, but he's such a good price. The part of the problem is he's such a good price on all the sites, and you want to get those star players in there. Where else are you going to go? It's just very little stuff. I'm, like, I'm not, like I'm looking at the lineup HQ right now. Look at the guys below him. I'm not playing Quinn Cook. <laughs> I'm not playing Quinn Cook and guys like that. So yeah, give me you gotta you got fire up some Van Vliet. So what do you think about Rondo? He's questionable. There'll be no ownership on him. In fact, we got him at 24%. He's high priced. He's the same as Lowry. He's the same as Lonzo Ball, practically. But we've seen this guy come out and have like these triple double games. It's open tonight. It's gonna be nationally televised. We know he loves the spotlight. Can you play a little Rajon Rondo in some tournaments? So this is kind of what I do in tournaments. Like I just fade guys like that. I don't know. Like you got LeBron's healthy, ADs. These guys are going to have the ball in their hands so much that I like Rondo when he's got to make all the plays. And on Yahoo, he's twenty four bucks. Like he's going to be super low owned, which is nice. But man, he's the same price as Lowry and Lonzo Ball. I, I mean, it's just a super easy fade. I mean, he's going to be low owned, which. You could go that direction. Maybe, maybe who knows, someone gets in foul trouble. It's a two-game slate. He's the type of guy that could win you one of these massive tournaments on the bigger sites if he somehow just gets it going and, and has a good game like that. But for me, I'd like to narrow my player pool so much that I'm just crossing him off. If he beats me, he beats me. Yeah, I can, I can, I can definitely see that. I think if you're running 150 lineups, maybe I could make it – maybe I could – if I'm doing a Lakers-Clippers game stack, I think you can include him because you never know when he drops Definitely 15. don't play him with LeBron. I'd say that. How we talk yeah. about rules. If, if you're fading oh, LeBron, yeah. 
I think he can play. Just who knows? Foul trouble for LeBron, which isn't going to happen opening night anyways. But maybe something happens with LeBron and Rondo's got to pick up the minutes. Uh, definitely don't play Rondo with LeBron, though, because for one, I don't even think they're going to play that much together because he's got, whenever LeBron's out, Rondo's going to be in trying to make the plays for the team. So don't play them together. Yeah, looking at the ownership here on uh, RG right now, the uh, they'll, they'll update it later. But looking at the ownership, I'm looking at a guy who's about, what, fifth on the list here. The guy who I think can be the game changer at point guard is Lonzo Ball again against Toronto. It's not an easy matchup, but it's not. Kawhi's gone, and Kyle Lowry's a bit of an overrated defender. I like Lonzo Ball. I've heard some good things about him. I think I think this kid could have a, a really nice, really nice all-around game. I'm talking about assists, rebounds. Doubt he, doubt he hits a three-point shot with that old – what is that? Yeah, who shoots? Who who would you compare Lonzo Ball to from the RG party when y'all went balling? Who he comes from his hip? Who, who would you compare him to? I mean, he's got Mangone had a kind of Mangone <laughs> had a nasty little little jumper going, and uh, I bet I bet his game looks a lot like hoops though. I mean, hoops. hoops oh, pretty, yeah, oh like, you're taking advantage I mean, of a hoop here. Man. There's no way hoops got a jump shot. I mean, he it, it's got to be so broke. He got, builds houses with that bad jumper. Yeah, Lonzo never had a great uh, jump shot, but he's, he definitely stuffs the sheet. I got a feeling he's going to get a lot of run here for New Orleans, especially this early going when Zion is out. So Lonzo's my my game breaker at the uh, only that thing that worries me a little. I, Lonzo's like one of my favorite plays, and I do worry about that Fred Van Vliet D though. Like he gets up in him a, a little bit to where it's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, Van Vliet got all over old Curry last year in the playoffs. So I just dominated him. Yeah. But then again, you know, a little little championship hangover. Maybe they're not really who knows, man. Lonzo doesn't really need to be uh like he doesn't need a lot of space to shoot the ball because he's not gonna shoot it. We're not worried about really shooting. Just give me five field goals, get to ten points so you can triple double. I think he triple doubles tonight, but uh point guard's an interesting position. No no stars, and then there's plenty of value. Kind of similar to shooting guard. That's what we'll move to now. Just looking over some of these guys here. Uh, we got Drew Holiday in the mix. Uh, I, you know, I expect some good things out of him, but that's a bit pricey. I love everybody. How, how can you not love Sweet Lou, man? Sweet Lou Williams. Uh, again, a, a bit pricey there, but going against the Lakers uh, with no Paul George around here to start the season, I think Lou Williams is going to blow up. And then there's a it, – it's a bit of a drop-off there, and – I don't know. You're going to have to talk to me about Brandon Ingram. I'm kind of on the fence about him. I don't know what he's going to do with his new team. He's definitely got the look of an NBA player. He's about seven feet tall and can, and got a little bit of some handles on him, but he's never really pieced it together. Talk to me about shooting guard now. Yeah, so like I said, if we play LeBron and AD, I think it only leaves us like 16 bucks to where a lot of these guys are going to be somewhat lower owned, like Drew, Drew Holiday. You got Brandon Ingram's 27 bucks. Lou Williams is 31 bucks. A lot of these guys are tough to fit with with AD and LeBron in there, which makes it – it's interesting. Some people might fade LeBron and AD and play a bunch of these other guys. I think I'd rather just take a chance on some of the cheaper guys. Like, I can't play Ingram at 27 bucks. I, I don't – I like him tonight. I think he's fine. But 27 bucks when I can just go up and pay for those studs and go cheap, I'd rather do that. Lou Williams at 31 I like him. I just it's tough for me to pay that when I want LeBron and AD. So forces me to go with guys like Avery Bradley, Danny Green, JJ Redick, 
even this Terrence Davis dude that I expect to get, I don't know, 16 to 16 to 18 minutes range. But he's men price against New Orleans, fast-paced game, low-owned. I mean, we got him at 3% on lineup HQ, which we talk about. We want to be different in a, at least a couple spots. I don't hate him. I mean, all these guys. Danny Green, 17%. Avery Bradley, 14 Terrence Davis, 3 J.J. Redick at, at a little higher at 20 But even 20 on a two-game slate is low-owned in the NBA, so – for me, I, I like these cheaper guys. Any of these cheap guys stick out for you? Yeah, shooting guard's tough, man. I, th- I think you kind of nailed it as far as, uh, you know, you could do a Redick. You can do an Avery Bradley. That sounds terrible, but you could you could play them. It's about lineup construction, man. We're going to have to get some stars on our lineup. We just can't afford Drew Holiday probably. You know, I like him. I think he could go off and he could be a he could be a tournament winner and so could Lou Williams, man. If he gets hot, dude. It's a, it's Lou a Williams time. could be a tournament. He's like my favorite player in the league almost. Yeah, man. It's hard to fade him, but it just depends on our roster construction here when we get these studs in here, we have to see if we can afford them. But otherwise, I'm with you. We we're looking, we're we're scraping down here. And, and trying to go somebody cheap, we're, we're trying to look at as much as I don't want to play a guy like Avery Bradley, we may be left in that position. Uh, like you said, Terrence Davis. Listen, if, if it goes the way you, you want it to go according to plan and LeBron goes for 70 and AD is right behind him at 65 or something like that, you can get away with a 10-point game out of Terrence Davis because that combination offsets Drew Holiday's you know, 30, 35 and – Whoever else you could have played at small forward, that's only going to get you 30 or 25 or something, a more balanced approach. So we'll have to see how it builds, but I think that's where we are on shooting guard. Let's move it down the line here. Take a look at some small forwards tonight. All right, this is – okay, this is interesting on Yahoo because it's different from FanDuel, way different. On Yahoo, we're only getting Kawhi Leonard as a small forward, whereas on FanDuel – They've, they've locked us up, man. We have Siakam at small forward. We have LeBron at small forward and Kawhi at small forward. So it's totally different right here. And, but we only need one on Yahoo. Let's talk about small forwards in general. You feel free to include LeBron in there and Siakam because they're small forward on FanDuel. So, you know, obviously the studs stand out. I don't know if this is the, this is the place you want to save, but we do have some guys you can save on. Norman Powell is sitting down there. Even a guy who missed the uh, – latter part of the season last year, OG Ananubi. We don't know. We don't know what his role is going to be without uh, Big Kawhi in there. So there's a lot of uh, hype on him. Talk to me about these small forwards, man. Yeah, on FanDuel, it's a lot tougher just because, like you said, we got some good plays on FanDuel. But I'm playing LeBron everywhere tonight. If he somehow struggles, then I'll lose. (laughs) But I'm just going to play him everywhere. So that only leaves one more spot on FanDuel, which is kind of tough because there's some value there. And is Kawhi's – I don't have the FanDuel up. Is Kawhi's small forward too? Let me see. Yes, Kawhi on FanDuel is a small and forward. And Pascal? Yep. Yeah, so if I'm locking LeBron in, I, I like that all these guys are, are small forward though just because it just makes it easier. If I'm playing LeBron on every team, some of the ownership will go down just a hair because – it's just the, the position is so loaded that you just, even like Ingram on FanDuel is 63. Like, no one's going to play him. Mo Harkless at 41. No one's going to play him. It's just impossible. I mean, people like OG, but I can't play OG at 4,300 on FanDuel 
when you got these other guys there. We got to get used to FanDuel again, too, where last year for an entire year we had the drop spot. And even in my head still right now, I'm so used to it on FanDuel where you punt that spot that I got to train my head again to think we don't have that spot anymore. You need points from everywhere. So for me, FanDuel is pretty easy. I'm going to play LeBron, and then I'm going to play more than likely either Pascal, who feels a little expensive to me, or I don't mind Ingram, but Harkless is the guy I like a ton on FanDuel. And then Yahoo, though, I think Yahoo is just cut and dry because we don't have LeBron. We don't have any of these. We just have Kawhi on on Yahoo. And Kawhi, I can't play Kawhi on Yahoo. He's just too expensive. I'd rather play AD and LeBron than Kawhi. So I, I know he's going to be lower owned. Like, we got him only at 46% on the lineup HQ, but I think it's easy because you got Powell and OG at 10 bucks. You got KCP, who I love, at 13 bucks, And even Mo, Mo Harkless is 15 He's going to be crazy low-owned. But I'm going cheap, and I'm going for two of these guys, I think. Like, Norman Powell and OG should be massive chalk because they're 10 bucks. They fit with these stars so good. I don't even like these two guys, but on Yahoo – how do you not play these two guys, Chop? Like they're ten bucks, they're going to play thirty minutes. Yeah, they, they save you. They, they put you in that spot. We'll, we have to see how our line lineup bill goes when we get there. But uh, I'm with you. It's probably the position on Yahoo you want to save on, and on Fanduel, it's probably the position you kind of want to at least make sure you get LeBron. I mean, you could play Kawhi. He's going to be less popular. I would rather have LeBron on opening night than Kawhi. I just so that's, and that's Chuck, my we always talk about on like how it's game theory. These guys are so close in price that yeah, Kawhi's going to be lower owned, but he's going to get ownership, and it just matters who scores more. So like, yeah. if LeBron outscores him, the ownership don't matter <laughs> because you you need him to outscore LeBron. Sure, if he outscores him, then that's fine. But Kawhi's going to be. 40-something percent. LeBron's going to be way higher, but I don't know. Like, LeBron's going to outscore him. <laughs> Not think... just that, but when we look back at the end of the night, who has who has a better chance of going for 70? LeBron yeah. in a heartbeat. I mean, Kawhi's consistent. He's good, but he's going to cap out at about 50 at the most, if, even yeah. if he gets there. LeBron's got a chance to triple-double and have 28 points. I, you could be looking back at the end of the night, and you can look at LeBron and say – I didn't win because I didn't play LeBron. You, I don't think you'll look at Kawhi and say, I didn't win because I didn't play Kawhi. So I'm with you on that. He's uh, my least likely to be used out of all the stars tonight is Kawhi Leonard. So uh, that's good. Now, you mentioned FanDuel. They are they are going back to where we can't drop a player, so it is a way different strategy now. Let me ask you this. Have you read the rules? Are they doing late swap, or is it still locking at, at lock time? For FanDuel? Yeah. Yeah, there's no late swap on FanDuel, which is why I like, too. I, I like that. Just, I mean, we both got kids. We got different stuff going on. It works. FanDuel works better for me just because I love setting it, being done with it. Sure, a couple times a year you get screwed. Someone sits out. That hurts. But we get rewarded sometimes, too, when we dodge it and we win. And I'm good with the variance of that. I, I love having late swap in there or not late swap to where I'm just done with it. So I'll play FanDuel more nights than I will DK just because of that. Yeah, so guys, you know, you got to be careful there. You got to uh, make sure you're not setting a lineup tonight that thinking you're going to drop a player because you're not going to get a player dropped. They changed the rules on us. So 
be aware of that. That's always good to know the rules going in. Uh, and then we, we'll learn on the fly, though. All right, so let's move it on down the line. That's that's pretty much the small forward position. We'll go to power forward. On Yahoo, we're loaded here because this is where we could play LeBron James uh, and, and Pascal Siakam over here. On FanDuel, it's a different story. On FanDuel, it's really dry at the power forward position. So uh, I don't know. Which side do we want to get into here? Are you Are you more – in tune with FanDuel tonight? I mean, FanDuel's just, like, there's only three guys to even choose, and you got to play two of them. So you got AD, Ibaka, Jermichael. I, you could play this this Nicolo dude or whatever his name is from New Orleans, but I'm not playing him. I mean, so you got – really, I'm playing AD, kind of like I just said at small forward with LeBron. Like, it's a one-position spot for me where if I'm playing AD, I got to choose between Serge and Jermichael. And it's pretty close. I mean, Serge is 6K. That feels expensive to me. Jermichael's 4,600. Like, it, it feels whatever. It's fine. I don't really care either way about it. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. Maybe just split it down the middle. Like, if I had 10 teams, I'd play five Serge, five Jermichael, and just go with I mean, There's not – you can't really be that creative. If you like this Niccolo dude, I, I don't completely hate playing him just because I don't – like Serge and Jermichael all that much on FanDuel. But, I mean, he's got a legitimate zero floor. Like, we, we all think he's going to play, but he could play 10 minutes or something and just get you nothing where if you play AD and Serge, Serge is going to get something at least. And, again, a two-game slate is more about score than value. Like, full slates, you need to find some value and shift things up. But kind of like you said with LeBron, like, if he gets 70, if these guys score, like, you need the most points. And I don't know. Like, who do you like more between Serge and Jermichael? For raw points, I think Serge. But, I mean, if you're sitting there at the end of your team and it looks good and you're, you're a couple hundred away from Serge, uh, I, I would take Jermichael. I have no problems with that because, uh, uh, you know, Serge definitely has some uh, – a, a, a floor that's pretty low. We've seen that in the past too. So you, you just never know how it's going to play out. But just for raw points, I would go with Serge. But you know, I, I could definitely see some. And a lot of this right now is it's going to take us a couple of games to figure out how these coaches are going to rotate these guys. We assume Jermichael Green's going to do a certain thing tonight, but we don't really know exactly what that's going to look like. Same with Serge. It's a different Toronto team. We don't know exactly how they're going to rotate in and out. And Serge could get. Serge could put up another 10-point game tonight, and that's it. We've seen him do that to us dozens of times in the past. So I'm with you, though. If you're on FanDuel, Anthony Davis, I think, is a guy you have to lock into one of those spots because you just can't take two two terrible players at power forward. you got to at least have that stud there. You figure it the out. The only way is if he gets that injury game. Oh, I don't say <laughs> that, man. He's, he's already hurt with that thumb. I thought he was going to already be out a couple weeks. but He's not getting hurt tonight, like. No, he shouldn't. He can't get hurt on opening night. But that, that's the only way you can fade him is if you think he gets hurt. Yeah, it's – yeah. If it doesn't – sometimes, like in some sports, it doesn't feel good to take, like, a bunch of guys from one team or even yeah. teammates. But, man, the Lakers are going to have so much. They're going to depend on LeBron and AD for so much this year that those guys are just going to be some of the best uh, tandem players to play together on any slate that they're playing all year long because they're going to get all the usage and all they're going to handle the ball all the time. So I definitely like that teammate connection right there. 
All right, let's talk about some centers real quick, and then and then we'll start building out a little bit of a GPP lineup on Yahoo. Center's interesting. On Yahoo, we already talked about Anthony Davis, so we don't need to re- rehash him. But now we got some guys here, man. Now, I think this is a very interesting spot. I'll run down some guys for you. I think Montrez O'Harrell has upside, and he also has a pretty low floor. But he definitely has upside, but you're paying for it tonight. Uh, Mark Gasol is very intriguing. He's popping in a lot of look – at, look at his projection here. It's a pretty big projection for a pretty decent price tag. Again – I don't know exactly what Gasol is going to do because there were points last year when he got traded to Toronto where he was just nothing, man. You know, they just didn't want to give him a ton of run in the regular season. And so I don't know how that's going to play out, but he's, his numbers are popping. We get into cheaper guys. Man, JaVale McGee has always has a chance to put up some weird big stat line because I don't know. That's just what he does. And Kyle Kuzma's out and there's just not a lot there for L.A. besides the big two. So maybe it's JaVale McGee who has a big game. And then there's Zubac over there for the Clippers. This guy, we've seen him, man, in limited action. He's a fantasy stud. Now, so he, may not, he might not be as good of a real-life player, but fantasy-wise, he could put up like point and a half per minute, and that's what we're looking for. And then there's Derek Favors, who's going to get the start because Zion is out. Derek Favors is another guy who got, got away from Utah, got away from Gobert, and not that much playing time. He may get some run tonight, and he may be – he may be a guy who thrives out here in New Orleans while, while Zion's out. So with all those guys in mind, talk to me about your favorite centers. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a deep position, even on Yahoo, where you got a ton of deep people you can play. I, Montrez Harrell, man, I like his game. I love him a ton. But, man, he I think this matchup's kind of tough tonight. I, the Lakers' inside game, I think, is sneakily going to be really good on defense. Like, they got AD to alter shots. And then you got JaVale and Dwight Howard both block a ton of shots. And Montrez Harrell is undersized for the he – play, he plays his ass off. So, he's definitely one of those guys. But the motor only gets you so far when you got these guys that are so much taller and can alter shots. And it kind of goes that way for Zubak, too. So I love those two guys, but I think I'm fading them tonight. For one, Montrez Harrell's 25 bucks. Yeah. That's that's tough for one, but in Zubak, I just don't like the matchup for those two. And then you got Favors. You talked about Favors. I love him tonight going against Toronto. We're used to him in Utah where they play slow. They don't really depend on him that much. So I think he could be lower on tonight. And then Marcus Hall obviously is one of the – I don't – like him all that much tonight, but he's one of the best values on the slate. He's 18 bucks. He should score over 30 fantasy points. I I think I think he's a good play too. So for me, it would be be down between Gasol, Favors, and I don't hate Javel McGee. He's only 14 bucks, and Dwight Howard 17. I'm kind of high on Javel and, and Dwight Howard for tournament plays. Name keeps popping up in chat. They want to get your opinion on $10 men, men play here. J- Jaleel Okafor for New Orleans with, with the injuries. And, like, if you could plug Montrez's motor into Jaleel, oh, you'd have a good player right there. But what do you yeah. think about like, – he's not getting – that's a pretty decent projection from some very smart guys giving him 18 points for $10 tonight on Yahoo. That's, a, that's something you got to consider and look at. What do you think about Jaleel? So, for me, if he was a different position, I would like him. I like the price point. I like the projection. I like that he's going to play 16 to 20 minutes. Gasol's a decent defender, but 
Gasol's been partying. They're doing rings. <laughs> Gasol's not going to be out there trying to clamp him up. Like Gasol's, Gasol's ready to get after it tonight and have some fun. I like him, but Yahoo, Fandle, I mean, Fandle, Anthony Davis isn't a center on Fandle, but you only got one center. I'm using him on AD on Yahoo, which leaves us only one utility spot. I'm not using my utility spot on Okafor on Yahoo. On Fandle, let me look at Fandle real quick because they wanted us to look at that too. We got, yeah, I mean, Marcus Soul is 6,500. Okafor, yeah, I like Okafor a lot more on Fandle. I should say that for sure. Because everybody else on Fandle looks a little overpriced. You got JaVale at 56, Dwight at 51, Gasol at 65. Like all these guys feel a little too expensive to me. I can definitely use him at 3,700. I actually think I like him at 3,700. Just because everyone else feels overpriced to me and I want the studs in. So to answer the question short term, I like Okafor for sure on Fandle. Probably nowhere else though. Maybe DK if you needed him in there on TK. Yeah, that's where going to different sites, that's where the slightest bit of position, out of position guys, uh, you know, can get your teams differently organically. It's, it's things like that. All right, we got about eight minutes left here. So let's take a look at Yahoo here. I'm going to pull up the Yahoo screen. Let's start building here, man. All right, we're going to do it. We'll put this one in there. They got a 20K baller tonight, 3K to first. That's that's their big thing. That's, uh, I think it's $15 buy-in. So let's build a lineup strictly for that. All right, I got uh, an empty roster here. We're looking at it here. What is the first guy that we're plugging in? I'll, I'll throw out my name. I, th- I think the first guy we're plugging in is LeBron James. Do you agree, or is your number one somebody else? So for me on FanDuel, I, I seriously think it's super cut and dry. Four people for me. You got the two studs, LeBron and AD, and you got the two $10 guys, Norman Powell and OG, who I don't love, but they're 10 bucks. And it just gives us a starting point where we'd plug in four guys. We got the two best studs and the two best values on the slate where it leaves us 19 bucks for our last four guys, which gives us a ton of flexibility, I think. And first of all, is there anything with that you don't agree? Two studs, the two best values, okay, anyone on those four that you don't like? Let's back up one second. Are we, are we doing Yahoo here? You're doing Yahoo? Yeah, right? Yahoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, so you say LeBron? Yep. Who's your other guy? And AD. Okay, and who else? And Norman Powell and OG. Okay, let's see what that looks like. Yeah, I don't have a problem. It's just going to be how we construct it here, man. It's just going to be what we like. What it's going to come down to is the last 2v2 or 3v3. And, and let me plug those guys in. Because, like, power forward is super weak. Let me see. Yeah, like power forward is yeah. super weak. So we don't need two power forwards, LeBron. Le- I don't know. I like how it comes together with those four because we then we need three guards and a utility. And we got 19 bucks. We can come back and play guys like Lonzo Ball or yeah. other guys that we And we could also see when we get to the end of this, we'll see, you know, maybe we have a dollar, two dollars, three dollars left over yeah. and we can go with somebody else besides Anubi or Anubio or some, somebody, you know. So let's look at point guard. Then we got, like you said, about $19 per position. We ran through this. Clearly, we can afford the higher price guys because the higher price guys aren't even that high. That's Ball and Lowry and those guys at $24. Or we can go down to Van Vliet. Or Van Vliet could end up being our guard because you got to take a point guard, shooting guard, and a regular guard, just a guard, period. So 
Who's your Who's your first preferred play out of the point guard position? I would lean at these prices and everything I'm seeing and the ownership on a GPP team. I'll like me some Lonzo Ball tonight. I want to see if I can make that fit. Maybe I can circle back and go Fred VanVleet if I really need the money. But my first guy is Lonzo Ball. Who's your first guy at point guard? Yeah, Lonzo for me too. And, and like you said, if we need salary to make maybe one more stud or remote like middle range guy happen, we can always go down to a cheaper guy. But Lonzo for me, I love Lonzo tonight. I love him this year in general. Yeah, shooting guard now. So we got the expensive Drew Holiday and the right behind him is Lou Williams. I don't know if we can get to those guys. It's going to be tough. Uh, and then, like you said, Ingram is 27 on Yahoo. That's, that's probably a little bit out of my range, so we're probably going to be looking to save money. But talk to me about who you think is uh, – who's our target at shooting guard. I'd, I'd love to get Lou Williams. I just don't know if we can do it. So shooting guard is pretty interesting because if we play the, the guys we have with the two values, it's tough to get up to Lou and Ingram, but they feel like the best – the best plays are close to the best plays for me. I think the $4 actually matters because we're super tight on salary as it is. So I don't know. I, I like Ingram because then we'd have, we'd have Lonzo, we'd have Ingram, and we'd have two other guys on the Toronto side where we kind of got two, two, and two so far, which in NBA, I don't like to, even on a two game slate, I don't like to overly stack just because everyone can't crush. You, you need guys unless it just goes overtimes and you get the overtime bank. But if it goes regulation, it's tough for everyone to crush. So I don't know, like maybe Ingram. And if we need salary circle back, but the, the problem with shooting guard is these cheaper guys kind of suck. Like we, we can play Avery Bradley or Danny green, but I'd rather play Van Vliet or a cheap point guard instead. We can go back. So I don't know. I think Lou Williams or Ingram would be my two guys here. Let's see. Let's just see if we can squeeze Lou on there because I know he's got upside. All right. That's only going to leave us about 11 bucks per player. We can, we can make it happen. We're, we're yeah. going to win a tournament here. All right. This is going to be this is going to be a tight squeeze. So that means we need to start looking down in that $10 range. So just a, a guard at the guard position here. Not point guard, not shooting guard, just all the guards. Who are you looking at? Is there? I mean, we have Avery Bradley down there. Shamat is down. Oh, Shamat's got a good price tag. Yeah, so ten bucks. See, it's coming together. It's interesting. Let's plug in Shamat and see how that looks. Yeah. Uh, now we got a utility spot for twelve dollars. All these guys on the table, twelve dollars left. Who are some guys that we're looking at that uh, can make that happen? Oh man, there's some. There's some interesting. There's some interesting <laughs> guys, man. Yeah, I, I like it because Shamasha gets some minutes too, and it leaves us in a good range where, like you said, 12 bucks. But let me see here. We, we got a ton of these guys in here. Yeah, like all these guys in this range, you can make a case for Jermichael Green. I'm trying to sort by the. Let me see here. Point yeah, per Jermichael. dollar, like point per dollar on the on the RG side, you got uh, the two guys we already got, Norman and OG are the top. Sham Mott's the third ranked, and then you got Jermichael Green, Oka. We can come back with our boy Oka for ten bucks, two bucks. We leave two on the table. He's the utility. How I talked about it, I, I kind of like Oka for. I'm looking at all these names. It's either Avery Bradley. Let's go Oka for. I, li- I like Oka for. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at these names and thinking, who's got upside? Because that's where we go. Ingram and Van Vliet would be a 2v2. Okay, we could talk about that in a second. That's for sure. All right, so 
just looking at this 12 or under range, uh, I'm with you that all those guys that were up there that we talked about there, Jermichael Greens and those guys, I think they're fine plays and they're they're even – I just don't – I think they're, the ceiling might be capped on them just a little bit. I don't see Jermichael going crazy tonight. Yeah. Like there's not enough injuries to make him go crazy. But Okafor, well, you never know. He catches fire, favors – Favors goes out, gets four quick fouls. That's, you know, obviously Favors could get get his, get in foul trouble real quick on Gasol. Okafor plays extra minutes, and we know, man, all you got to do is put this guy on the court. He just want, he's a terrible real-life player but can dominate fantasy-wise. So I actually like that one. Now, you talked about a 2v2 of uh, swapping out to Brandon Williams and Fred VanVleet. I'm going to stick with this lineup because Fred VanVleet's going to be – Super chalky. Super chalky. I think Okafor is way less chalky. And and Lou Williams, man, at this price tag, I actually don't think Lou Williams is all that chalky. I think Fred Van Vliet could bust at like 60%. He could also probably going to pound out a nice little game, nice little value game. He's like one of those steady guys. Like he's going to get you, I don't know, 20-something fantasy points. Or he's not going to kill you, but he's not going to win you a tournament either. Yeah, and if if something like that happens – then I think we could have a, some major upside with Okafor and Lou Williams as opposed to Fred Van Vliet and Brandon Ingram's another guy. I don't think his ceiling is super high without a bunch of injuries. I like this lineup right here, man. I think we two-game slate with LeBron on it and Anthony Davis on it is going to be tough to be too different from everybody. Yeah. But I think we got just different enough here to make this happen, man. I'm clicking Save changes on that, and we're going to rock that one, man. That's that's going to be the lineup right there. What do you think about that? You kind of talked about how NBA works, too. Like, we get to the bottom of our lineup, and everything's 2v2. Do I want these two guys or those two guys? Do I want this stud and this cheap guy, or do I want two middle-range guys? If you play NBA every day, this is what it comes down to. Every single day, you got this little 2v2. Do I want these two or those two? Weigh the pros and cons for cash first tournaments. I, I like this build. I mean, like I said, I, I got a bunch of teams tonight just because it's opening night. Usually I just play one or, or five or even 20 in the NBA, but I jammed everything tonight just because of opening night baseball. I'm going to – I'll have LeBron and AD on every team pretty much. So hopefully they crush. I know they're chalky, but I, I'm still excited to, to see them crush. Maybe they'll be a little lower on than we think. Even like in NBA, it's not like these other sports. Like even if we get them – 60% tonight, I feel great about it. Oh, yeah. Two games late. There's going to be there's gonna be chalky guys. You just got to find a way to get just slightly different. And I think we did that. I think we did that with our team. So, I feel real good about that one. That will be one of my teams I put in there. And uh, I got one more question for you here. The chat wants to know. One more question for you, Big T. Showdown in MLB. Not not a pitcher. Can't take Cole or Scherzer. Who, who's a guy in showdown MLB we can take tonight? I – I like the relievers, so <laughs> little Will Harris. Yeah, Harris, Harris, and Smith and Ozuna for Houston. Play one of those guys or two of those guys with the the hitters. The hitters are harder to nail. Like I keep playing these these playoffs. I play the pitchers. I, I mean, obviously you should play Max and Garrett Cole, but after that's where it gets hard. Everyone's just going to play the cheap bats. That's what they do. Everyone, both pitchers, cheap bats, and then they try to win. I like playing two relievers in there with them. It's harder to, to pinpoint who it's going to be maybe. Maybe you throw a random guy in there like, I don't know, like Joe Ross or somebody's for Washington. No one's going to play him tonight. Maybe Houston goes up and they throw Joe Ross for an inning or just something to get you different. Like tonight, these these prize pools 
are so massive, and it's going to be hard to get different like we always talk about. Throw a random bullpen guy in there, Joe Ross or Fernando Rodney or this Guerra guy for Washington. And then maybe Scherzer gets hit a little bit early on. They got to go to the bullpen earlier. You never know. Just try to be different like we always talk about. I'm throwing Michael Brantley out there. I think Michael Ooh. Brantley's a hitter I want. I want a little Brantley in his action tonight. So, uh, guys, like that's going to wrap it up. Uh, you stay tuned in. In about seven, six to seven minutes, you're going to have crunch time. How are they lucky enough to avoid Dean day one, too? Like, that's a, that's a it's blessing day one, baby. You can't be putting the B team on in day one, man. Are you kidding me? That's like World Series having uh, your first uh, national anthem singer be like, you know, a backup singer or something from, from American Idol or something. You got to have the big guns, man. You got to go with Aretha Franklin or somebody like that. So, day one, guys, I hope you enjoy. hope it's very profitable for you. Stay tuned for the crunch time. That is a necessity to get some crunch time action, especially on the bigger slates. Tonight's just going to be more shooting the shit and having a little fun, guys. But until next time, man, that's Big T. I'm Head Chopper. Good luck in those GPPs tonight. We will be back throughout the year with this nice little two- and three-game show for you. Until then, we are out of here.